0: Welcome, it's Amelia Andalione, Spiritual Fit Yoga podcast host, certified yoga teacher, certified meditation teacher, Reiki practitioner. In fact, I'm a Reiki two practitioner, which allows me to send energy healing, awaken your inner healer remotely, as well as in person, which is such a gift during these last few years with COVID. And today, this episode, I have on my heart and on my mind, Ukraine, as so many of you also are thinking of them and sending our prayers. So this episode starts with a talk, my thoughts, my processing since last week. The last episode I talked about Tuesday and today is February 28th, 2022. So this is actually the last day of February, the last day of all of these twos in 2022. And since then, life has changed with this war in Ukraine. and I wanted to share about how I've been processing my own feelings and thoughts and stress and then share a prayer at the end for Ukraine, which you can practice as a prayer or a meditation and the prayer also sounds like affirmation. so you can you can make it your own. So the talk is a little bit a little bit longer and the meditation itself or the prayer itself is about 11 yeah about 11 minutes long and it ends with some silence at the very end and i do want to leave a special thank you to sponsors of my episode through those of you that are leaving monthly donations by leaving listener support so if you don't know if you haven't checked the episode notes there is a way to support me with either a small donation or a larger donation. It can be as small as 99 cents a month and you can go all the way up to 19.99 or whatever you wanna offer. And I've been recording this podcast for a couple of years now. And it's just in the last year or so, and especially recently, that I'm starting to receive some donations. I've had a sponsor, Ubindi, which you'll hear in my commercial, but um, not a lot of donors or listener support. And I'm super excited, it's so encouraging to me. I've been hearing more from listeners how much you appreciate my episodes. And that just encourages me to keep creating content. And uh, when you donate to me, it's not just for my time, it's actually for me to create better sounding episodes. Like I have a microphone that I wanna get and maybe someday I'll actually hire somebody to support me, right now it's all me. (laughs) me and my closet which is my recording studio and it's fine it's all fine but yeah I have I have my sights and visions and hopes to expand this and grow this a little bit more so I just want to say thank you to you and for those of you that are supporting me you're my listening support through this anchor.fm again look in the in the episode notes you'll see how you can donate to me Um, I will if you want to reach out to me either email me or dm me direct message me on Instagram. And if you want to let me know your name and your address and tell me that you're a listener support of my of my podcast, I will mail you something. So depending on the level of the donation. So at the minimum, I'm going to do a meditation and do a little bit of energy work. And I'll just think of your name and I'll write a little quote or something, whatever comes to me, I'll send you something and I'll send you one of my of my stickers because i have merchandise now that i can give away and then maybe on some of the bigger donations you may get a journal or a tote bag or maybe a whole a whole bunch of stuff depending on on what you what you want to donate so i'll make it appropriate and um and it'll all come from my heart and i'll put some of my reiki energy into what i write to you all right my friends if that's of interest to you check out the episode notes and then enjoy the talk and the prayer for Ukraine today. Many blessings to you. I always appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Enjoy. I want to thank my sponsor, Ubindi.com. U-B-I-N-D-I.com. They're the platform that I use to host my classes, for my bookings, and it's a great option. It's great, it's affordable for a teacher like me, a yoga teacher, any type of teacher that wants to put their offerings online, whether it's virtual classes or you want your students to book for your live classes. Check it out, check out my episode notes and you'll see the link, ubindi.com. And if you sign up for their annual essentials plan, use my discount code, Amelia, all in caps, A-M-E-L-I-A, to get 50% off. And to learn more about me, visit me at spirituallyfityoga.com. All right. Thanks so much. And as always, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you spreading the word. Your comments and your reviews and your ratings are so much appreciated. Enjoy today's episode. Hey, friends. So this is going to be a talk. Just learning about what's going on in Ukraine and I just wanted to talk to you and I wanted to share like what I really have been experiencing and also just coming from the aspect of someone that has chronic fatigue syndrome and how I manage my stress and how it's so important for me not to get too stressed because for me it takes a while to recover. So stress for me can show up as feeling like my gas tank is empty, um, I will just know, I'll, I'll notice that I, I start getting a little bit shorter breath, um, that my sleep is not refreshing me, that I'm not waking up, even if I'm getting a lot of hours of sleep, I'm not feeling refreshed. And those of you that have chronic fatigue syndrome, you probably know the difference between feeling tired and feeling the fatigue. And those of you that don't know, it is it is a little bit different, and it's, it is hard to explain it to somebody that doesn't it, or has not experienced it. So I do want to say something to specifically those of you that have chronic fatigue, and this can actually apply to everybody, but it's even more important for us to protect our energy and not expose ourselves to repeated news or repeated TV watching, for example. Like for me, when it comes to news, it's like, I don't want to watch it on TV. I might get it from, I actually have a few sources that I will get my news from. One is my husband. <laughs> he will give me a very brief Reader's Digest version, if it's something that he thinks I might be interested in, otherwise I, uh, I don't like follow, I don't, I don't watch the news. I don't watch CNN or Fox or any or any of that. I mean, rarely, rarely, unless my husband has it on, that I might watch it a little bit. But I try to avoid it because I know my sensitivities. And I know because of my chronic fatigue syndrome and because of my adrenal fatigue that that type of stress, the way that it affects me, it takes me a while to recover. It can really, really exhaust exhaust my energy, deplete my energy. And it's like, I know this This might sound strange to somebody that doesn't have chronic fatigue syndrome, but stress is like a big deal. We, we in this Western society and Western culture, we have become too good at normalizing stress. And to the point that we don't even realize that we're under stress and that's how I was. And now I'm, and I think that's partly why I'm where I'm at because I got really comfortable living a lifestyle that led to burnout and then getting used to burnout and thinking burnout was the norm to the point that there was like nothing left to burn. (laughs) And you don't want to get to that point. If you can avoid getting to that point, then really, really manage your stress. So what I want to say about this last week was I was really, really impacted when I found out about the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. And I wasn't watching the news, but I was following a certain dancer. And some of you may know him. His name is Maxim. And he was on Dancing with the Stars. He's an amazing ballroom dancer. Um, He was a judge. He was a dancer there. And it turns out he was filming a dance show, a reality show in Ukraine. And that's where he was born. And the war broke out. And he was there. And he wasn't able to get out. But he was, he doesn't like to say reporting because he's not a reporter, but he was sharing his experience while he was there. And I appreciated getting his stories. I was following his stories and his posts, but I found myself, it was getting personal, which is, it actually, it was really great. It It had me caring. That's one thing about when it gets personal, that's when I know people start to like really pay attention to the news, even though it's happening all around the world or on the other part of the world over in Europe, you know, if there's somebody that you feel like, you know, or somebody that you follow, it does tend to make you feel like you care. You care more and you want to do something. You want to help. And I found myself wanting to like, keep watching. It's like, okay, is he okay? Is he okay? And I had to put my phone down and I know better. I know better not to watch, um, watch TV, not to, scroll, like mindlessly scroll. And I it took me some self-control to put my phone away and put it on airplane mode and set it aside because I could feel, I could feel how the stress was getting to me. And I had to manage my own stress as much as I cared about what was going what was going on on the other part of the world. I had to, I had to put that down. And then when I was talking to my husband about it, I was just overcome with tears and I broke down. And I just told him, it's like, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe that we've, we've had such the last couple of years, like, isn't that enough? And I found myself like shaking my fist up in the air. It's like looking up at God, the universe, spirit is like, oh, come on. (laughs) It's like, can we get a break? It's like, we just had the Tuesday, right? Wasn't this supposed to be the time now? Like hopeful, things are supposed to be turning around, things are supposed to be easy. And I caught myself getting in wrapped up in my emotions. And I was no longer being mindful. I was being, um, yeah, I was being driven and steered by how I felt. And not that, not that we don't want to have our feelings, but my emotions were getting, I was getting wrapped up in my emotions. They were getting heightened to the point that I, I wasn't calm. You know, I wasn't in a place of, um, a calm, a calm, uh, calm, clear mind. So I couldn't, I I wasn't thinking clearly. I was, and it was, it was fine. I cried and actually it felt kind of cathartic. It's like, okay, I'm going to release this, let it go. I let myself, like, imagine a scenario, like a spy plot of taking out Putin. And my husband was laughing. He's like, are you planning on writing like a fictional novel now with this plan? <laughs> it's like, okay. I, I let myself, I allowed myself the permission, entertained those thoughts, and then brought myself back to compassion. And um, I'm so grateful that Saturday I had a meditation teacher training with my teacher, David G., and I brought this up in the class and I said, I have a confession, just like I know we're like practicing loving kindness and compassion. And, you know, I can't help but think I just want bad things to happen to this bad person. <laughs> this is going to be like my true confession that I have to share right now. And I wasn't the only one having these thoughts. And I know I'm not the only one in this world having having these thoughts. And what do you do with that? when you are trying to live an enlightened spiritual lifestyle you know it's like did i just fail did i just fail at being spiritual did i just fail at practicing compassion and then i was able to sit with it and do my own breathing and so grateful that i had a sangha which is my my spiritual community to share like share my real emotions and feelings and and to acknowledge that. And then David G., he just asked the question and and I knew this already. And, you know, it was just like, you know, we we don't fight, you know, hate with hate. You know, would that help anything? Would that bring peace? Would that bring peace to my mind? Would that bring peace to this world if I or we started wishing ill well on other people. I'm not saying that sometimes those bad people, they need their consequences. And if it happens, it happens. And then that, I'm just going to allow that to happen in the universe. But what I decided after that moment, I made my confession. It's like, it's like I reeled myself back. I took a, I took a step back, got some perspective. And then I took some time to remember the type of person that I want to be. And do I want to be peace for this world? Do I want to bring peace into this world? Or if there's war happening in this world, am I going to bring my own energy of war by being angry? Angry about it. Angry towards a dictator. Angry. It's like, no. So I, I made my choice. I knew what I wanted. I allowed myself that moment, those moments, of humanity, of being real, and then I came back to the work. The work of shifting from reacting, overreacting, to using my tools, my meditation, my breathing, my connection to my spiritual community, to bring me back to the place of being. and to remember who who I am and what I want to be connected to. And for me, I want to be guided by divine wisdom, not by a voice in one ear telling me that I want bad things to happen to a bad guy. It's like, OK, I hear you, and I totally get it. And what am I going to do with that information? Acknowledge it and even have compassion for it. I can totally understand why any of us would think that. I mean, it's like, who's not even thinking that? I mean, it's like really hard not to think that. (laughs) And have compassion for that. And then as the week went on, and as I periodically, so in terms of Maxim, I allowed myself periods of time to check in on him. But then I would put my Away because I was. I actually was concerned. I was concerned about him. I was concerned about his wife and his kids that are in California, they're in the states. And what I really appreciated about his stories was he was also sharing how we could help. And two organizations which came to mind um, were Bethany Frankel, which I I have to admit, I've seen her, I knew that she was on some type of reality show, I'd never watched it before. And I had to look her up because I was like, is this gal legit? And um, Bethany Frankel, she is one of the real wives of New York City. I think that's right. And I might be wrong on this. I am not an expert on this. I'm not an expert on this type of reality TV. But um, not that I don't watch any reality TV, but just not this. Anyways, and I was just like, "Who? who is this? It's like, she's in Poland, she is raising money to provide aid to the women and children that are crossing from Ukraine, leaving and crossing the border so they can go to safety, getting out of Ukraine. And they still have to find places to stay. But she was receiving donations to get them what, whatever they needed, just supplies for them as they as they left the country, left Ukraine, and they, they were saying goodbye to the men. Because as some of you know, the men that are between 18 and 60, they were asked to stay behind in Ukraine to fight Russia. It's like, okay, I'm not an an expert on all the stuff that's going on, but I do know just these basics. And what I was able to focus on, instead of getting caught up in how horrible this war was, I started noticing that there's so much good in humanity. I wanted to share a little bit about her because i didn't know really anything until this is just coming from wikipedia honestly so like a few facts were like she was a nanny she worked as a nanny for paris hilton she was a production assistant on the set of saved by the bell she is a businesswoman She, in 2003, she had a baking business called Bethany Bakes, focusing on healthy cookies and meal delivery in New York City. Um, Anyway, so she has quite a bit of background and then party planning and event planning and all of these skills, which she combined to apply to her Be Strong organization, which is a disaster relief organization which she founded in looks like 2017, where she, um, she was helping with supplies for the victims of Hurricane Harvey. And then she has also provided relief in Mexico, in Puerto Rico, um, and then now I think in Haiti also, and then in, um, now in Ukraine and in Poland. Anyways, I was just kind of blown away by this one and um, this organization. And uh, it was just really, really encouraging and inspiring to learn a little bit more about her. She is using her platform for good. It's like that is, that was so, just seeing just people, like having this bring out the best in them. It's like, it's it's interesting. You could say, like, we're seeing the worst. And also, on the other hand, we're also seeing the best of people, like rising to the occasion. So I donated $100 to her organization. <laughs> and I might donate again to her. And I'm just, I'm observing. I'm just seeing. So what I did was I actually, I sat in meditation. And one of the things that I asked for was the wisdom to know, because I was feeling this urge to help. And I didn't know how to help. I didn't know who I could trust with either our dollars. I wasn't feeling moved to fly to Poland that at all. That that's nothing that I was resonating with at all. But I did feel like I wanted to um, have spiritual guidance for my yoga yoga students and meditation students, um, and now offering I wanted to offer something on my podcast. So that was clear. Somehow I wanted to offer some spiritual um, calming or prayers or meditation, I had that message. And there was also a message that I wanted to donate, but I didn't know where. So when I sat in meditation and was asking for wisdom and clarity, just to pay attention to signs, as I was watching one of Maxim's stories, he mentioned Bethany. And he said, donate to her organization, Be Strong, which is the letter B. Strong. So it's not be. It's just be strong. And I'll put I'll put her link in the episode notes. So I so I donated to her, and I've observed her a little bit, and I'm and I'm so I'm so grateful that I'm able to witness the generosity and the altruism and the philanthropy in these people. I I find it so inspiring. It's just like okay, yeah, maybe there's some like bad guys out there but there's a a lot of mostly really really good people in this world doing really good things even to the point of putting themselves in harm's way and they're they're something's calling them to do really good things and and to help out because they can they're helping out because they can so the second organization that i came across in my scrolling was uh, Chef Chef Jose Andres. Chef Jose Andres. He was there during nine eleven when the twin towers um, and his restaurant, I believe, was on the top of one of the towers. Here's a little bit more about Chef Jose Andres. So his organization, his nonprofit, is World Central Kitchen, and right now he's on the ground in the Ukraine-Poland border to help feed the Ukrainian. Ukrainian refugees so he tweeted on February 25th people of the world like you I am distraught watching Ukraine under attack we must come together as a force for good at WC kitchen which is his account is on Poland border delivering meals tonight Romania soon in addition to your donations I am committing support from the Bezos award to ukraine so he apparently received um a hundred million dollars from which is the bezos award which i guess is from jeff bezos i don't know a whole lot about this i'm just sharing what i'm reading here in this article and he's choosing to apply it to ukraine anyways amazing amazing people and amazing humanity that's showing up out of out of a horrible situation and people are rising to the occasion and showing their highest, brightest selves. Just amazing humanity is happening right now. It's just kind of blowing me away. And it was really helpful for me to have that perspective and not get so sucked up into um, people getting attacked or, or or what was happening. And I can't even look at those images. I'm not even gonna go there because my my, my nervous system. I just like I'm just not going to do that to myself. <laughs> I don't need to I don't need to see that. I know, I hear, you know, but that's about all. This is about all what I've shared with you is about all that I'm I'm taking in about the news and it's enough for me to know that I wanted to do something, do something. And what my what my divine message that came through was meditation, prayer, taking care of myself, and um, a few organizations that I'm going to donate to, and then I'll just keep doing the same. This is a reminder for me, is before I take action on anything, so whether it's this, in this case, helping out Ukraine or anything, that I'm going to sit, sit with it for a little bit, sit and listen, allow myself to be divinely guided, and then take action. And one of the actions that I took was writing this prayer for you. This prayer that I shared it actually on Instagram a few days ago, but I'm going to read it for you in, um, in this episode. All right, enjoy. Many blessings. Peace out. Now oh, set yourself up for this prayer, this meditation, getting comfortable, taking a seat or maybe lying down. Let's start with five breaths, five slow deep breaths. Settling into the body. Connecting into this present moment. And taking these opening breaths to shift from being out there to being right here. Right here, connected to the sound of the breath, observing the inhale and the exhale. And then bring to mind and heart What is the object of this prayer today for you? It might be Ukraine, it might be something else. Bring that to mind. So as you listen to these words, receiving it for yourself, in sending it to the person, the country, the object of your attention, your devotion, your love, to invite peace. May you welcome peace into your day. May you be at peace with yourself. May you be at peace with others. And what if war is happening around me? Choose not to be at war with yourself. Choose not to be at war with others. Choose not to bring war into this world.
1: Choose to be peace for this world.
0: Choose peace within yourself.
1: Choose to see peace, breathe peace, Speak peace. Be peace. Be peace. Be peace.
0: Firm, I am peace. I am peace. Feeding this for you one more time, may you receive it into the mind, into the heart for yourself and sending it out to others. May you welcome peace into your day. May you be at peace with yourself. May you be at peace with others. Choose not to be at war with yourself. Choose not to be at war with others. Choose not to bring war into this world. Choose to be peace for this world. Choose peace within yourself.
1: Choose to see peace Breathe peace. Speak peace. Be peace. Be peace.
0: We may not be able to control the suffering and the struggles happening outside of us, but we can choose peace for ourselves and to be an offering of peace. our energy, through our words, through our actions, may you infuse this peace into body and mind and the cells, into your life and into those who you encounter today. You are peace. You are an instrument of peace. I am grateful that you are choosing to be peace today.